The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alphabet with Charlie. My name is Jason, the passive Wilco fan, and I am with my Wilco expert friend, Kevin, who sounds like he has a special episode planned for us today, guys. So I'm just going to let him direct this one and be the uh, MC of events. Kevin, take it away, buddy. We're going to do an all-time classic, a beloved song to every Wilco fan. It's called Hamami, I believe. Ham, Ammy, Hamami. That's what I'm going to go with for pronunciation. Uh, hopefully I'm right. Um, now I was be a little sarcastic. This is not uh, this is not so much a song as it is, uh, you know, uh, throwing things around in the studio. A couple things to say though before we listen to it, Jason. Uh, I don't know if this is right or not. I shouldn't openly speculate, but I'm going to do it. Uh, on the Tweety Show live stream, uh, live streams at some point in the past couple months, Spencer Tweety talked about. Uh, he said a word that sounded like Hamimi uh, was Hebrew for I am here. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I did try to Google this, so I'm not just recklessly throwing things out there. But I'm like, because I knew, I knew when, he, when he said that, I knew we had this episode planned. I was like, oh, that sounds like the title for that one weird song in quotation marks. Um, but I was not able to verify that. So, uh, of course, the entire Tweety family always listens to this podcast. They gather around uh, at midnight every night, and they refresh when, when once the episodes go live, and they listen to it. Uh, I'm sure. I'm just guessing, but I'm sure that happens. Uh, so I think I feel confident in that uh, because, of course, I don't know how to speak Hebrew. I barely know how to speak English. Uh, but if any of our dear listeners know, please uh, email us at abcwilco. No, abcwilco at gmail.com. Yes, there it is. And uh, let us know if I'm correct or incorrect in my wild speculation there. Um, so, okay, yes. okay, two questions. Well, two statements. One, what did you say that it, it, it mean, hey, mammy means in, in Hebrew? I, I think it means I am here. I could be off on okay. that. But he said something that sounded like uh, Hamimi uh, was Hebrew for I am here. Now, this uh, actual song has Turkish roots, so uh, which I'll, I'll uh, maybe I'll explain the origins of the song as we're listening to it, because it's really not a lot uh, to analyze outside of that. Um, um, uh, so I, I could totally be off on that, but that's just my wild speculation. You have so, a second statement slash question? Uh funny story about it's a funny story about this song actually so a couple months ago when we were recording we as i as we've said before we do these shows in batches you had asked me not to listen to this song until we got to it i gave you very clear direction you did, you not did. to listen to the song um, and you called i knew it, this was going to be a hard song to analyze so i wanted your initial reaction okay but that'll be easy to do because i did listen to it by accident but i don't remember it at all because i only listened to that one time okay. but when you had originally told me the name of the song you pronounced it hey mammy and I was like, "Is that like a, a like a racial thing?" Because I, you're Canadian, so again, uh, we don't. I don't know if you have the same history, but like, "mammy" is like a racial term down here. And I thought you were saying, "Hey, space, mammy." And where I'm from, mammy. Uh, I have no. So for the record, uh, I feel like you're trying to make me look bad. I believe I always said, uh, uh, ha, "Ha, mammy." Well, let me, let me uh, say it this way. I always understood uh, you as saying, hey, Mammy. And I was just like, is it oh. saying, 
I and, don't. I've never heard that before. So if if that was uh, right, um, that was my own ignorance, uh, and I apologize for that. Uh, but when I saw um, the actual name of the song the day that I listened to it by accident, I was like, oh, okay, it's it's a it's it's some sort of word. It's not like hey, but it's, space it's not man. like the 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 title of the song is in the song, yeah. right? So I'm I'm just trying to pull it from memory, and I knew it was something that started with an H and ended with a. Uh, a mammy type sound. I, so uh, whether it's uh, Hey Mammy or Ham Hamimi or Hamami, yeah, uh, I don't quite. Uh, um, I just want to say I was really because this is not the most memorable song in the Wilco catalog. Yeah. If they ever do a movie, and uh, I walk the line, um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix style uh, biography film on Wilco, this is not uh, going to be one of the pivotal songs that they show how it was recorded. Yeah, I uh, I just want to say that like I thought that it was you were saying one specific thing, and then when I saw the actual spelling, I was relieved because I was like, "That's not cool." Like, I don't want them. I don't want Wilco to have uh, uh, with that word, the word "mammy" in the uh, in in the title. So I I just want to say that I, I was relieved when I saw that. But um, no, that's probably just my own lack of being able to speak English <laughs> or anything. Um, before we jump into the song, guys, just remember to go to your podcast or leave us a rating review. It helps us grow the show. It really does help. It's the best way you can support the show without spending money. And if you want to spend money, go to abcwilco.com. That's fine with us, too. We have t-shirts and dog shirts and all that good stuff. Um, but, yeah, let's just jump into the song, Hey Mammy. I just said, Hey Mammy. Why did I do that? So there's not a lot going on here at the beginning, but there's something starting up. Kevin, you can take it from here because I really don't remember the song that well when from when I listened to it. By okay, well, so I, I to be honest, I'm not hearing anything on my side. Yet. There's uh, it's just little noises right now. Little noise. Okay, so picture yourself, dear listener, uh, or picture Glenn Kochi traveling Turkey. Uh, he's in a Turkish bath. Uh, and it's this uh, cavernous space. Uh, and these are Michael Jorgensen's words. I'm, I'm lifting for the most part. Uh, and every little sonic event uh, had this uh, magnificent reverb trail, water drops, doors closing, footsteps, etc. So the idea between, behind this recording uh, was to emulate uh, the chants and uh, see how it turned uh, out with the addition of the human hands. So Essentially, uh, what this is, this is Wilco in, a, I believe it's a live room, like it's a, it's a, in the recording studio, but it's a room with a lot of uh, reverberations. Uh, and uh, it's Jeff, John, Leroy, Glenn, and Mike. The year is 2002. The month is June. And they're at Soma uh, EMS Studios. And they're just dropping, throwing um, uh, objects um uh, over the course of three minutes or so, uh, the objects range from screws and beads to coins and chunks of metal. Uh, so what's important with this song from uh, if you're a, um, a recording audio uh, nerd, like uh, I would say most of Wilco is, uh, um, is just the, the way the reverb, uh, the re reverberations um, sound in, in uh, this recording. And that's essentially it. So there's, um, it is the final song off the Wilco book um, CD. Um, the Wilco book, as we've determined so far, some of it's noise, some of it's uh, beautiful, um, haunting songs. Uh, this one is um, definitively more on the, the noise um, side of things. Literally, that's all this is. 
It's just yeah, small, small sounds going on. Um, I think yeah. the Wilco book was the perfect place for this song to end up because I, if this is on the album, I it, that means it would have taken the place of something else. And I, I off of a, I mean, a Ghost is Born, and I don't. A Ghost is Born is the album with like uh, twelve minutes of droning synths uh, near the end of it. Uh, um, so th- this could have been there in in, in place been. of that. That would have been uh, um, uh, worked uh, sort of for that style of thing too. But uh, um, yeah, it's definitely. Um, this is probably the second time I've ever heard this. I remember listening to it the first time, and being like, "Oh yeah, the reverb sounds nice." And then moving on with my life. Um, uh, that song but, would have uh, always been skipped if uh, if it was on the album, <laughs> if, if it made it on the album. Uh, yeah, I feel like we could have skipped this song because it's not technically a song, but it also comes down to the idea that like everything is music. So I feel like to be completionists we need to include this uh and we did also kind of jokingly include 23 seconds of silence which is yeah. even less of a song than this uh so um it definitely deserves its own episode for sure um uh, but yeah I, I a lot of the stuff in the wilco book the no, the noise tracks i just i'm just like i'm never gonna listen to that again i'm glad i'm glad i heard it just as a completionist thing like you said but i'm never gonna i'm never gonna listen to that again so um, yeah i believe we have um we have a couple songs left. Uh, my personal favorites from the the Wilco um, book are uh, the two recordings of This Is New uh, and What Good Am I? Uh, so those are coming up. Um, but uh, I, we've gone past kind of most of the instrumentals um, like Doubt and Diamond Claw. Um, and I believe we also have uh, Here Comes Everybody coming up soon. Uh, but um, yeah, when we're... we're mostly finishing this up um now i'm assuming the recording's over yeah it's over it's been done for a couple minutes now yeah i could hear some of it i can hear all of it just the i don't get the full fidelity on my end um uh and for that it was just a little bit of tapping noises i could hear um now i knew that this was not going to end up being the most interesting episode so i've come up with something and it is the Wilco quiz. Oh. It is listeners an alphabetical, no, sorry, uh, multiple choice uh, Wilco <laughs> quiz for Jason to do, but also for you, dear listeners, to do as well. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to give uh, the four answers. Um, this is mm, pretty easy, I think, Jason. If you don't score, how many questions are there? Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12. If you don't score at least 11 of these, you know, that's probably not a very good sign. Um, <laughs> no pressure. Okay. No pressure. No pressure. Um, but uh, listeners, Jason has been prepped to not, even if he thinks he knows the answer, not give the answer right away. to give you guys at home a chance to formulate your own answer and then uh, um, uh, um, play along with us. So, Jason, are you ready? I am. Hold on, I'm gonna have a call. Okay. I'm gonna put my mute real fast. I'm gonna cough real bad. One second. Okay. As he coughs. Okay, I'm back. listening along at home. Get ready. Um, question number one: The album "Down with Wilco" was recorded with the Minus Five, a band most often made up with a former touring member and a former guitarist from which mid '90s alternative rock group. Is it A, 
the crash test dummies. B. R. E. M. C. Weezer. D. The Jayhawks. I've got my answer, so. Okay, well, so A. The crash test dummies. B. R. E. M. C. Weezer. D. The Jayhawks. The answer is. Say it out loud. Jason. Oh, you want me to say? It? I I think it's R. E. M. Okay, yeah, I, I I'm not gonna give you the answer. You have to try to try to get. But that's how this works, right? Remember in school, you wouldn't the teacher wouldn't tell you the answer. You would have to uh, try to guess the answer. I haven't been in school in 30 years, man. I don't. I haven't been in school in 56 uh, years. I don't. I, I don't know what you. <laughs> so you're correct. It is REM. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm gonna be so honest though. I don't know that fact. I just know that uh, REM and Wilco were touring buddies for. Uh, minute there and uh that's so, so i surmised my answer more than knowing that answer so yeah, yeah. um that's good that's what you got to do uh um uh quick question quick aside the band the crash test dummies do you know who they are is that a, was that a band that was popular in america or is that just a canadian band so actually this funny that you bring this up because this was a conversation about a week ago on my other podcast um, was the only song that was any, any of us knew, which we all liked the song. What about uh, Superman never made any money, saving the world from Solomon Grundy? No, no. Um, I, I actually I have their album, their the one with mm on it. Um, I hate saying the name of that song, by the way. Um, but. Uh, I have that on my to-do list of things to listen to because we were talking about how none of us know any other songs of theirs. But the, I think you'll re- you, uh, see they're Canadian, so some of their songs are probably more popular up here. But uh, um, so I don't. I'd be curious as to like which songs were also popular in the states. Anyways, we're we're getting off topic. But we'll move on to question number two. Who played drums on the Wilco classic "Misunderstood"? Was it A. Ken Coomer? B. Glenn Kochi. C. J. Bennett. D. Spencer Tweedy. Well, I can eliminate two of those right now. But, Who are you um, going to eliminate? Well, it's obviously not Glenn, and it's obviously not Spencer. Um, the way you said J makes me think that uh, that there's some kind of... I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with him, but I think it was Coomer. So I'm, I'm going to say A. You're going to say A? Yeah. It was actually Jay Bennett. Okay, yes. Because the song misunderstood. They all traded instruments. Um, uh, so um, uh, uh, John played fiddle. Uh, Jeff played bass. I think Ken played drums. Or no, Ken played guitar and Jay played played drums. Uh, so that was sort of a trick question. Uh, I think your emphasis on Jay uh, on Jay there made me think it was a reverse reverse psychology. <laughs> so I was like, no, it's it's going to be A. But yeah, I I, I see okay. what you're saying. I'll try to I'll try to say all the answers in a monotone. <laughs> uh, all right, question number three. Again, the though, I didn't know the answer the to that. Second... I didn't know. I'm not saying I knew when you tricked me. I didn't know legitimately. I yeah. Okay. So good. The name of the second loose fur album is a self-titled b down by the old mainstream c sucre d born again in the usa b 
Down by the Old Mainstream is an album by Golden Smog. Oh, fuck. The second Loose Fur album is Born Again in the USA. You are incorrect, Jason. I'm batting one out of three, man. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Let's go. Let's... If this was sports, if this was baseball team, you'd be you'd be getting cut. Fortunately, I am not ruthless, uh, <laughs> and I'm. Uh, but let, let's see how you do. Let, let, let's let, let you play out the rest of the game. Um, okay, this one's a. Uh, <clears throat> Wilco's first ever concert was performed under the name A. Coffee Creek, B. Wilco, C. Black shampoo, D. None of the above. It was it was under Wilco. The first Wilco concert was performed under the name Black Shampoo. Was it really? Holy shit, man! I'm yeah. failing. They, they were Wilco at that point, but I think they were just trying to do like a smaller show just to like, uh, um, you know, shake the rust off the gears because people hadn't performed in a while and it was their first time doing it. So they, they performed a secret show under the name Shampoo. Well, that's a real trick question. That's a real trick question. Oh, yeah. I, I put in some of these trick questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, a drill, a drill. Uh, okay. Who of the following was never an official member of Wilco? Was it A, Bob Egan? Was it B, Brian Henneman? Was it C, Max Johnson? Or was it D, Pat Sanson? A. Because I don't know that Bob name. Bob Egan? Yeah, because I don't know that name. It was Brian Henneman. Bob Egan was an official member of Wilco. Brian Henneman did lead guitar on AM. Uh, and uh, he uh, just did it as he was in the band, the Bottle, Bottle Rockets. And he just did it as a favor to Jeff because Jeff hadn't met or Jay wasn't in the band yet. So he needed a lead guitarist. Man, I'm getting 20% so far. <laughs> Here we go. Here's uh, maybe an easy one. All right. Are you, are you ready? Sure. Okay. The song New Madrid was first released on which Wilco release? Was it A, AM? Was it B, the B-side of the misunderstood 7-inch single? Was it C, the mid-90s B-side collection all over the place? Or was it D, none of the above? First released. Yeah. The I'm going to go with D, released. but only because I... So, sorry, what, what, I'm going to go with D as in dog, because I feel there's some, a trick to this one also. <laughs> so you're going with D, none of the above. Yeah, because, because, it's the, the, because of the specificity of first released... I know that I'm going to fuck it up. So, a D. Okay, I'm very happy because you got another one right. But see, it's not. It, but uh, it's, it's not knowledge that I have. It's because of the way the question is phrased as to why I gave him the answer. Uh, so that was also a trick question because New Madrid <laughs> was first released by Uncle Tupelo. It was not released by Wilco. So that, that was technically a trick question. <laughs> to be fair, when I wrote that question, I was laughing because uh, I thought it was funny. Um, okay. The record, Wilco the Album, was first released on which record label? Was it A, Reprise? Was it B, None Such? Was it C, 
DBPM or was it D anti? Oh man, I'm gonna get this one wrong because uh, I believe it's D anti, but I don't know that okay. because I just know the name anti from somewhere, and I would I can't imagine it being anywhere but from that, you know. So I'm feeling a little bad because you're not getting a lot of these right. I know, man. You're making me look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the next one easy. Okay, so uh, uh, the the answer is none such. Um, it was a none such. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was none such. None such was Wilco's record label for Yankee Hotel Yankee Foxtrot, Foxtrot to Wilco the album. And then after Wilco the album, they did the whole love on their own record label, which mm -hmm. was DBPM. See, that, that's that's where uh, it threw then, me because I knew and, none such. Anti anti releases some of their like helps distribute some of the DBPM, so that one was was thrown in as a bit of a misnomer. I knew none such was where they started uh, where Yankee Hotel Foxtrot where they first started with Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, and I just it just seemed like there was a long gap in between two thousand and two uh, and that record, and I so I just kind of eliminated that in my head but i shouldn't have thought see i'm thinking too deep into some of these trying to do the rationalizations this one's easy and i feel like you're gonna get it and if you don't um i don't know that's, that's, you're gonna get this one. this is an easy i almost deleted this one because it was too easy but i don't anyway, not to put on too much pressure for this one who sang the duet with jeff on the song you and i was it a mavis staples was it b Leslie Feist? Was it C, Alanis Morissette? Or was it D, Courtney Barnett? A. You think it was Mavis Staples? I'm, I'm having trouble remembering it right now. If I could, if I could have a musical cue, you help me out here. Okay, okay. So let's, let's, let's break this one down. Uh, you it's know not it's Courtney not Barnett. C. It wasn't Alanis Morissette. Right. Courtney Barnett was not around... She's like in, nine years old. <laughs> uh, 2009. Uh, her first album came out in like 2015. I think her first EPs were like 2013, 2014. Mavis Staples. Is Mavis Staples going to sing a romantic duet with Jeff Tweedy? No, but the answer to B, I can't, I don't, I can't place that name. So I, again, I'm just doing this. Okay. So, so I, this is, this is good for me uh, to note because I, I kind of th threw you a curveball on this one unintentionally. Leslie Feist does not record under the name Leslie Feist. She just records under the name Feist. And she does that oh. hit single. One, two, three, yeah, four. I know that song. Tell me that. I love. So maybe I, maybe that's on me. I should have just called her Feist. She is Canadian. So um, uh, up here, she's like a hero. So we just know her as Leslie Feist. But you Americans might just know her as Feist. So do you want to answer that question again? It would definitely it'd be B then because yeah, you just told me. I know it's not a Lance Moore set. I know it's not the whatever the fourth option was, you just told me it's not maybe staples so that only leaves B. So I'm going to count that one as wrong. Because <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, 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 I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That one was my fault because I wrote her as Leslie Feist. I should have just written her as Feist. Um, this one's kind of hard one. I apologize. Uh, besides <laughs> Star Wars, which Wilco album was named after a movie? Was it A, The Whole Love? Was it B, summer teeth was it c being there or was it d sky blue sky i think it was uh a the whole love is that correct 
That is incorrect. Uh, Being Which one there was it? Is a movie. No, no, no. The whole uh, loves yeah, a movie. Think... I don't know Keep if it was named after it. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, it's definitely a movie, though. Uh, and then uh, we uh, recently recorded the episode for uh, um, the uh, Everyone Hides. In the music video for that, Pat hides out in the movie theater. And if you watch him when he walks in the movie theater, the marquee says, being there. Interesting. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to look up the movie being there now. because. But uh, The Whole Love is a movie. I don't know that it is the inspiration for the name of the album, but that is a movie. So, being there movie. All right, let's do the other two questions, man. I'm failing bad. I, I can't get 11 at this point. <laughs> uh, I don't. When I Google The Whole Love movie, I don't see anything. Nothing pops up, just for the record. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. This one's... <laughs> This one's kind of mean, too. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Focus, Kevin. Who wrote, sorry, who co-wrote the song Theologians with Jeff and Michael Jorgensen? Was it, <laughs> was it A, Steve Patterson? Uh, was it B, Chris Gerard? Was it C, Leroy Bach? Or was it D, Ken Cotter? Now, um, Leroy Bach is the only uh, name it, I recognize. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, so, so this one, when I, when I designed this question, I did, I was sitting next to my wife and I started laughing because I, I knew I was evil with this one. I was like, there's no way Jason's <laughs> going to get this one. But now that I see that I, I made everything so hard, I kind of feel bad about this one uh, <laughs> because, uh, um, the, the co writer is, is Chris Garrard and that is, um, uh, Chris is in the band Pronto with Michael. Um, so that that's a connection there. The names Steve Patterson and Ken Cotter, I just made up those names. They sounded made up. Because Ken Cotter sounds and closer to the name. And then I just put in uh, Leroy Bach to throw you off. Yeah. So you knew that I would recognize the name Leroy Bach. And it, yeah. Okay, so the correct answer is A then? No, no, it's, it's B, Chris Gerard. Chris Gerard. Okay, well... That one, one, that one was full disclosure was mean. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, 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 the, these next two are, are, are uh, you know, I'm not. Even, we'll just go into them. I won't. I don't want to put any more pressure on you. No more pressure. Now I'm on feeling me. a little guilty. Um, the recordings of a voice saying "Yankee Hotel Foxtrot" from the album "Yankee Hotel Foxtrot" was sampled from which recordings? Was it A? Legendary Canadian rock band, the Tragically Hips, 1992 album, Fully Completely. Was it B, Number Stations Recordings, 1952 to 1977? Was it C, The Conet Project? Or was it D, The Pixies, live at the BBC? C. Yeah, I, I, I knew that one. If you, I, like... Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. If you ask me questions off of that one, I'm I, I'm probably going to get a strong seventy five percent of them right. But uh, when you go into like deep liner notes stuff, like you, like like you're into, I'm not going to get those. I'm never going to get those. And I, and you know what? I, I apologize because some of these things, I'm like everyone knows this, and then I realize mm, no, I'm just a mega nerd, and not everyone does in fact know this. So uh, maybe that's uh, that's a little bit on me. Uh, hey, we're coming up to the last question, though. Okay. And if you get this one wrong, I'm going to throw you a bonus question that's going to be super, super easy. Okay? That's <laughs> my promise to you. Don't to restore your confidence. Um, all right. Final question, maybe. 
And this is something we've covered on this show. So if you're listening, if you've been listening to me, which maybe you haven't been, you should know this. Cars Can't Escape was first released on A, a download on WilcoWorld.net. B, the live album, Kicking Television. C, Alpha Mike Foxtrot box set. D, More Like the Moon, a.k.a. the Australia EP. I think it was Kicking Televisions, wasn't it? No. Oh, well, there's another one wrong. Do you want to guess it? Do you want to guess again? I'll give you a second chance. Yeah, I, you know, I'll just tell you for this one. Yeah, tell uh, me. And then I'll give you the real easy one, okay? Are you ready? Yep. It is a download on WilcoWorld.net. Oh, really? That one was objectively uh, a little hard. But here's like, your bonus question. What is the name of Wilco's fourth studio album? Is it A, being there? Is it B, uh, the whole love? Is it C, sky blue sky? Or is it D, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot? Dude, I know the Fourth answer, album. but I feel like you're trying to kick me in the dick right now. So I'm. I'm not, this is not a trick <laughs> question. I swear. To, I swear to God, it's not a trick. It's question. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, obviously. But yeah, uh, you got it, dude. Okay, <laughs> it just felt like you were just trying to kick me while I was down there for a minute. <laughs> uh, so I, out of 13 uh, questions so i got you... four right <laughs> good job man that was uh okay so at some point we'll do this again and i will tailor my questions to be uh easier i want to thank uh vince silver uh vince silver uh did help me with a couple of these questions um uh the one about the conet project i believe was uh was him and you got that one right so thanks vince uh i think he also gave us the or gave me the uh the Cordy burnett uh, duet uh sorry the leslie feist duet which i almost admitted because i thought was too easy but uh um i guess i was wrong on that. the one. leslie threw me off you. on that one well I, I, but i didn't yeah. know the answer regardless of whether the name threw me or not i didn't know the answer genuinely but i just okay. a lot of these I, I i the ones i got right i was just going off of tertiary information that kind of related to that and i was hoping to get hoping to get the answer right so the four that i got right were just well besides the conet project thing um uh, I, I, it was just me guessing based on tertiary information surrounding that things I knew. So, so here's my promise to you. When we do this again at some point, which I think we might have one more Wilco book song that uh, we could maybe just use this to pad out the episode, um, I will do it on only on stuff we've covered on the show. Because like You and I is not a song we've done yet. So uh, uh, that might make it easier if we do it on, on stuff we have covered. So at least it's a song you're somewhat familiar with. Okay. Well, everybody, if you want to find Kevin on Instagram, his name is Kevin Vinyl. My name is at Hess's Best. You can go to hessesbest.com and find all my art you can purchase with the code ABCWILCO. Get yourself a little discount. Other than that, if you go to abcwilco.com, you can find all the links I've already mentioned as well as several others to help you listen to the show, rate and review the show. Oh, sorry, Kevin has something to say. What's up, buddy? And email us uh, at uh, abcwilco at gmail.com and let us know how you did on the quiz. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, until next time, just remember, every little thing is going to tear you apart.